Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 164. Welcome back, Adam Antimaniacs. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Do we have any award show lovers out there who tuned into the Oscars on Sunday night or the 95th Annual Academy Awards? I'm sure you've heard by now that the Best Picture Award went to the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. I was happy with it winning. Um, I thought it was a great movie, fantastic movie, actually, overall. I can see why it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not the type of movie that everybody enjoys. But I thought it was very creative and very, very ambitious, which I really respect and admire. And of course, the performances were amazing. Shout out to Short Round and of course, Michelle Yao and uh, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Although I don't understand how Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't nominated back in the day for A Fish Called Wanda. Uh, I mean, I don't know what was that year, but she should have been. But I also heard somewhere that Everything Everywhere All at Once was like, the most awarded film ever. Not at the Oscars per se, because I think Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, uh, went like a perfect 13 for 13. But like if you added up all the awards from all the different award shows, Everything Everywhere All at Once is the most awarded movie ever. So I don't know that I would go as far as saying it's that good. It wasn't actually my favorite movie this year. Personally, I thought Top Gun Maverick and Avatar The Way of Water uh, were my favorite movies last year. You never bet against James Cameron and, and Tom Cruise for that matter, but uh, maybe they're just too much Hollywood cheese for the Academy. And of course, a big shout out to fellow Canadian Brendan Fraser for taking home the Best Actor Award. I actually haven't seen the movie The Whale that he won for, but if you had told me 20 years ago that George of the Jungle or the guy from The Mummy and the Looney Tunes movie with the awkward side clap was going to be an Oscar winner, I would have said you were crazy. <laughs> but I mean, an amazing comeback story along with Kei Hui Kwan. So congratulations to them both. And enough Oscar talk. Let's get into today's episode. We have a repeat guest on today's episode, and I'm so excited for it because he was one of my favorite guests of season four. It was actually the debut episode of season four. We've got Justin Furstenfeld of the band Blue October on the Adamantium podcast today. And like I said, I really, really enjoyed that first interview I did with Justin. It was recorded at the end of 2020 and aired at the beginning of 2021. So it was a virtual episode that we did over Zoom because it's all we could do at the time. But we had such a good time even over Zoom that I really hoped that we would get another chance to meet in person and do an interview. And he was here in the summer with uh, touring with the Goo Goo Dolls, but I was, uh, I think, in Ireland at the time, so we didn't get to then, but I'm glad we got to now because it really did not disappoint, and Justin is such a fun dude. I had such a good time uh, hanging out with him. It's like hanging out with your best buddy. And he was really nice. He hooked us up with some merch, and uh, I brought my fiance back that night to see the show. It was also the first time we both got to see Blue October live. It was fantastic. Their set was incredible. I pretty much got to hear all the songs I wanted to hear. They sounded amazing. Uh, I also got to photograph the show for the radio station. So it made for a pretty awesome Saturday night. So thank you very much, Justin. So Blue October have a new album out. It's called Spinning the Truth Around. It's actually a triple album. The first part came out back in October. The second part is coming out soon. And if the second part is anywhere as good as the first part, you will not be disappointed. So go check out Spinning the Truth Around on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you get your music. 
And if you've got Apple Music, you should also check out the Adamantium Recommends playlist. If you're a listener of this podcast, you know that I often do a recommend segment in the intro of the episode. And so now a lot of those songs that I recommend have been put in this playlist. So that being said, let's do the Adamantium Recommends segment for Blue October. So here are five songs that I've handpicked to recommend to you. And uh, some of these might be repeated from the last time we had Blue October on the show, but we're going to do it anyways. And usually I like to kick this off with something new. So from that brand new album, Spinning the Truth Around, I'm going to pick the song The Girl Who Stole My Heart, which is also very relevant to this interview, which you will find out very soon. And then going back to their previous album, This Is What I Live For from 2020, I'm going to recommend the song Oh My My. And then from the album previous to that in 2018, I'm going to pick the title track, I Hope You're Happy. And then from their 2011 album, Any Man in America, I'm going to pick the song The Worry List. And then finally, it's a given on any Blue October list from their 2006 uh, breakthrough album, Foiled, I'm going to pick the song Hate Me. And that's it. So don't forget to check out the Adamantium Recommends playlist on Apple Music. And of course, go and check out Blue October's latest album, Spinning the Truth Around. Part 1 is already out. Part 2 is coming soon. And for those Blue October fans who are tuning into the Adamantium podcast today, you have probably know all those songs I recommended for sure. If you enjoy today's episode, we would love for you to hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast network you choose to get your podcast. We would love to have your loyalty and have you listen in again. There is another episode with Justin and plenty, plenty more. We've had the Goo Goo Dolls who Blue October just toured with and many, many more. You can also follow the Adamantium podcast on social media. We're on Instagram at the Adamantium, on Facebook at the Adamantium podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. But you can find us just by searching the Adamantium podcast. And that's all I have to say for now. So let's get into today's episode featuring Justin Furstenfeld of Blue October right here on episode 164 of the Adamantium podcast. Have a great week, everybody. God bless. And we'll see you back here again for a new episode real soon. Actually, the last time the last time we met, we we fanned out quite a bit because yeah. I'm uh, a huge U2 fan. So oh we my talked God. about U2. Well, you would see because it was over Zoom. I, at the time, I was working on. Um, I did a mural of the Joshua Tree in my kitchen. It was like one of my COVID wow, projects too. Yeah. So I didn't go insane. Did you finish at night. it? I did. Um, I'll show you. I have a photo after. I'll show wow. you. Yeah, it turned out great. Oh but we were talking about that, so we fanned out on YouTube for a little it's while. It's only the best album, like, possibly ever made. I I made a list at one point of the top 50 most influential albums in my life, and that's number one. Jo- yeah. Joshua Tree? Joshua Tree, yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. your favorite U2 album. Okay, so most... I think their best album, start to finish, is Actung Baby. Dude, you know what? But... That's a great album. Steve, our guitarist, believes the same thing. Beginning to end, yes. Yeah. Most influential Joshua Tree. I find the first half of Joshua Tree is just like smash greatest yeah, yeah, hit yeah, yeah. after greatest hit. Second half is... It's good, but it's gospel-y kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. what? Act on Baby, beginning to end. Act on Baby, know? Rattle and Hum, and Joshua Tree. Rattle and Hum, I mean, it's it's kind of a movie, but it's yes. like... But Joshua Tree and Act on Baby, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. All That You Can't Leave Behind as well is... 
pretty up there for me. All that you can't leave behind. Which one is that? Beautiful day, elevation. Didn't like it. No, that was like their big comeback. That's when I went. Really? Because that was after they did the whole pop Zuropa thing. I kind of like that. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 Beezlebub or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking weirdo kind of stuff. Yeah, and then they took some time off again, and then they came back with. What was the album with? Wake up, dead man. Yeah. Wake up. Was pop. Pop is yeah. so good. That's a fantastic song. Wake yeah. up, dead man. That, oh yeah. my god, it's so good. Yeah, there's a great yeah, Octung Baby, dude. Octung Baby, beginning to end, which we, they're doing now. I don't know if you've seen. They're doing this like Las Vegas residency coming up. Are you kidding? Yeah, in a sphere. It's like a new thing built by Madison Square Garden. It's a sphere in Las I'll Vegas. I'll be able to go see you two in Vegas. Yeah, so they're doing without Larry Mullen Jr. is the bad part. He's he's got some health issues or something. So that's okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're doing a Vegas residency next, and it's Actung Baby in completion. Oh. part of it, yeah. So, oh my yeah. God. Anyways, man, we should talk about your music. Oh, if you want, <laughs> I do. I do I, want. I like talking about other people's music. Me better. too. I like talking about everybody's music. Yeah. But today we're here to talk about your music, oh, and Lord. um. I do really, really like spinning the truth around a lot. So, um, so I have a lot of questions about it. Sure. And um, my first, you know, first observation that's really cool about this album, it's a, a triple album when it's out <laughs> in its completion. <laughs> in a day and age that, you know, artists are releasing singles every couple months, yeah. you know, you're putting out a triple album. So tell me about the, the decision to do this album that way. It wasn't like some big, it's a concept album. Part one will lead you to the water. Part two <laughs> will teach you how to drink it. Part three, you will be thirst quenched. No, it's just COVID. I live in my studio. Right. So COVID allowed me to write so oh. much music. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take it for granted. I saw it as a time to hustle and yeah. just really hone on in on my craft. And my songwriter partner... Eric lives right down the street and he's my head engineer. So every morning at 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. we would go and we would stop at 6 p.m. and we would write every day. So we mm-hmm. wrote like 90-something pieces. Wow. And finished them. Mm-hmm. And then so much more music after that. So there was just so many songs. And it was so crazy. Plus the, the subject matter was so crazy mm-hmm. going on because I was living in a house with a woman and a family that was so wonderful when I was touring. But then now that we're in COVID, we're looking at each other going, who are you? Mm. Like, I, we are, we never spend this much time together. Right. Are we compatible? So I started seeing our relationship kind of fall apart in the romantic area, but we're co-parents like crazy and Mm -hmm. friends like crazy, but romantic, it was just kind of like our roommates or. Right. So, it was the first relationship that I had had sober that you kind of maturely watched it fall apart and you were not necessarily sad. You were just mm-hmm. trying to find a way to communicate, hey, this isn't working. Right. Without going, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. So spinning the truth around was just my way of trying to figure it all out and what was going on, mm-hmm. you know? In part two is my, yeah, okay, it was best that we decided to part ways after... Gotcha. was over and now we're on to our new lives and this is going to be an amazing journey because we're both supporting each other mm-hmm. you know so it was it's pretty therapeutic and pretty cool um that i got to do it musically because there was nobody else to talk to right 
couldn't go out and do stuff, so I got to put it all lyrically. Kind of amazing, though, you could take that yeah. deeply personal experience, turn it into something yeah. beautiful, and something that inspired you, too, during, because it's, I've, any artist I've spoken to about that period of time was either one way or the other. They yeah. were like, I wrote a ton of music, or it was like, I couldn't get inspired, yeah. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, um, but as you say, like, it's not a concept album, but you can tell there's a vibe. Yeah. Like, that album has a vibe through the yeah. whole album. And um, the title track, yeah. to me, kind of opens it up and it kind of sets sets the mood, sets, I feel like. Sets the mood for the album. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I find about, I mean, Blue October in general, in this album, is that it's got that uh, completely transparent honesty. Yeah. Um one thing I'm good at. You're very good and at. I get in trouble, but I'm just like, you know what? I pray for you. Yeah. And then I just move on, you know, because it's, I just, it's the only way I know how to write. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I, I had questions about it too, but there's one line in that, there's one verse in Spinning the Truth Around that for me, like, just, I actually wrote it on the back so I didn't screw it up. But, I love yeah. <laughs> but I like, every time I hear it, I'm like, ah, oh. uh, and that's the, Settling is easy, getting used to the drought, dancing in the rain that put the fire out, wondering if it's over, if it's ever gonna spark again, wondering if you'll ever try that hard for me. Yeah. Oh, Tell me about that verse, because that for me is like, I can feel it. I can feel your pain. That's my favorite line on the whole album. Okay. And it's crazy that you picked that one out because that was probably the most honest mm-hmm. line I wrote in the whole album. If I had to sum up the whole album, that's, that was okay. that was it. Yeah, it was to, just asking the woman I'm had kids with, "Are you gonna try?" Right. Because it doesn't feel like it. It's one of those things that's almost like, it's hard to come to reality about yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. be honest with yourself. Yeah. And yet, now and then you start reflecting on, "Am I even good enough?" Right. To be loved. Well, why doesn't she love me? The that's that's the. And then it's just like. Uh, that's, then, but the dancing in the rain that put our fire out is just, ah. It's like both. It's like, you yeah. know, the, uh, yeah. It's crazy. And the way, what's really weird is lines like that just come like that. Okay. They don't have to be thought out. They just come because something needed to be said. Right. You know, and that's you have, what was weird. Do you ever, song. like, again, like, it's, like I said, it's something I admire about you is being able to be that honest with yourself is when you're writing, like, I mean, I guess you just said it comes to you. You don't have to... Do you have to be in a certain zone or mentality? I can't have people in the room except for my writing partner. Okay. I've got to be like... It's got... I've got to... It's crazy how I write because I'll... On that one, I remember sitting in our... We had to rent a space during COVID. It was a little room this big. Yeah. Before we had internet that was fast enough out at our studio. Yeah. So I had to secretly drive because you couldn't drive unless you were like, what was it like a what you call it worker or right? There know, was a period of time. And I was like, I don't care. I gotta go over there. And was we, it that strict? You were in Texas at the time, right? Yeah. It was was pretty, it that strict in Texas? Yeah, it was pretty strict for about a good month. It was like, <laughs> oh, <holy laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was what it was like here for a year and a half. You know, <laughs> it was it was, like, it was crazy. Yeah. But I remember sitting there, and and what we would do is we would do these little Tuesday night things. Yeah. And, um, and I was just playing, uh, and I remember I went, 
Springsteen, man. He's like, oh, keep going. I said, wrong. Where'd you go wrong? And don't you see? And so the, I kept going, I'm going to go with the Springsteen thing. And he goes, okay, cool. So all my demos were like, real manly, Raspy, tired, yeah. and yeah. been working all day kind of thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's crazy to think that once we got the music bed down and I knew I wanted it to feel just I wanted it to feel like post Malone beat how smooth that is yeah but with just like I'm on fire Bruce Springsteen music okay you know? yeah so that when you listen to it you're just like oh yeah okay that's like a massage to the ears you know and then the voice couldn't be too high it had to just be driving home so it's just uh, so it just feels like a breath of fresh air yeah, right so when I was writing it, I, when I write, I sit there, and I've got my app that's called a Rhymulator. Okay. Get it? Get it? It's amazing. And I'll go, and I sing, and I go, what did it sound like I said right there? He said, it sounded like you said driving home with the nail on the lawn. I said, with the radio on, right? And he goes, yeah. Got it tuned to the loneliest, right? To the station I know getting low. Oh! Yeah. Where'd I go wrong? And then I'm like, what rhymes with wrong? What rhymes with wrong? Rhyme me later. Don't you see how I feel? What rhymes with feel? Chill, 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 chill. Autumn wind, chill. Autumn wind, autumn wind. Because I say autumn and shit. Because it's not like you're saying ottoman. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're like you're sitting in an ottoman chill. And right. I go, autumn wind chill. Yeah. And he's like, ah. So I do this mumble thing. Okay. Where I mumble through the whole thing until I get the vibe. Until something. And then I start picking out words. Okay. And going, ah, it's all gonna start with autumn and chill. It's gotcha. gotta, but it's gotta make it's a sense. Very unique method, yeah. It is, but then you go through it and it's gotta tell the story the whole. So there's story. gotta be um, your relationship with your writer must be very. It's very intimate. Yeah. Very cool. He knows exactly, and he's good. Like going, what about autumn and I'm like, no, and he's not like, hmm. He's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, some people yeah. are like, Shit, go the fuck up. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on do this i'm yeah. a fast worker fast 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 yeah and, I'm, and if somebody comes in i'm like no not right now even if my kids come in i'm like D -d 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 you know so uh but it's such a beautiful what if robert story. plant walked in like, get out <laughs> what the fuck you doing here yeah <laughs> robert smith on the other hand Ooh, i'd be okay. like yeah! Yeah. peter gabriel I'd be like, <laughs> peeing all over myself um but uh Another thing that's great is I love looking at whoever I'm writing with and going, okay, okay, we got four syllables. It has to start with ah, oh. <laughs> and it's got to end with ill. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, and it's got to sound like cascading coconut down a chocolate mountain. Yeah. And they're like, what? So it's got to sound sexy and smooth. Mm -hmm. It's got to just be like ribbons. Yeah. You know, so autumn wind chill. You well, can't go automobile. Right. Automobile. Automo. Automobile. Try to sing that sexy. Automobile. Autumn. Automobile. It just doesn't yeah. work. Do you ever have that in sounds when you hear a sound and you're like, like you know, a line in a song and yeah. it can be a fantastic song and you're like, how did that line not get fixed? <laughs> or like on you know, somebody else's. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's mine, I, I fix it. 
yeah, right, it, right. Fix it. But there's sometimes I was like, that line just really does doesn't not work. work. Let like, me think of one. They, yeah, okay, okay, okay. There's um, there's a beautiful song written by Train. Okay. And it's called Drops of Jupiter. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. As the drops of here, she wears like walks like rain. Reminds me that it's time to change. Yeah. 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 She wait, checks out Mozart while she does Tybo. Reminds me that there's room to grow. What does he say about fried chicken? Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. And I'm like, why? Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? The same old bland dolls are my little What? Something about the best chicken, best fried chicken you ever had. And yeah. me, I'm like, really? Yeah, you blew. Why? Yeah. Everybody yeah. else loved it, but I was like, man, you had me there's going. There's a killer song. The song's good, but this is one line, and it's in the chorus, too. Which one? And it ruins it. I, I can't remember the name of the song. It was a newer one. Yeah. But it's a good song, and then there's, like, this line that's like, When I call you on my cell phone, and oh. it's just like, oh, man. It's just like, the cell phone, like, you don't even need to say it. Like, when I, yeah. And it's just like, every time, it's like a... Yeah. And so, the one part of the line, someone puts nails on a chalkboard. And I know, like, oh, it's so man, bad. that line, yeah. <laughs> I am such a perfect, I mean, I, like, I'm, I'm a, I, I make cakes. Mm-hmm. When I, when I write lyrics, I, I make cakes, and they have to look... Right. ...beautiful, and they have to taste creamy, well, they have to taste chocolatey, and they, have, they can't be a fucking... Chocolate for the uh, ears, uh, yeah. uh, They can't be goulash. Or right. a bowl of soup sitting on the cake. It's got to look pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. Gotta be. I'm sorry. That's no, not so stupid. There's no, but what I too like Blue October have this, like you guys are the perfect way of like a a ballady rock song without sounding cheesy. You know, yeah. like sometimes yeah. you know, like <laughs> I mean, there was the '80s. Yeah, got like yeah. Nels put it out, and it's yeah. like it's so cornball. But right. you guys have that ability to put out a beautiful kind of ballady song yeah. without it sounding. Well, what like we do been... is I write sad songs, and I write them all slow. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is find the saddest, most prettiest, romantic thing to say with the saddest, sweetest lyric, mm. and they all start out as rock ballads. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I go, now let's speed it up triple time. Right. Like, I yeah. Hope Your Happy was written, I yeah. hope you're happy, into the, mm. all of them. And really? It's like, I hope you're happy. Yeah. So that started off. That's all of them. Really? Oh, my, my, my same thing? Like, all of them. Really? Every one of them are always sad boy oh. music. And then I just speed them up for right. radio. <laughs> Interesting. Is it therapeutic for you, writing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I have chosen music over every relationship I've ever been mm. in because it, it's so weird, but it, I get so much more satisfied with music mm. than, than sharing myself with someone else. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah. So, so weird. And if it's I had like, to choose, I would sit in a studio and write over... For anything, really. Really? Except for my kids. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I love my kids, but it's a different love. Of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. You can tell, too, because, I mean, Blue October has been pretty much consistent since 98. It's like, there's You're never... You're so nice. There's never been, like, a, more than, a, I think, a three-year gap between albums in yeah. 25 years. You know? Yeah, but there's Approaching Normal, that album, I didn't like it. Which one? Much. Approaching Normal. Approaching it's normal. just so weird. I had Say It and Dirt Room mm. and like The End and then Jump Rope. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, do, I like Say It. Say It's cool. It's yeah. Right. There's that line about the coldest shoulder that everyone that comes on. Like, yeah. I like the, you, yeah. I like how it, on that song when it says, 
you think you're smarter than me. Everyone knows you'll never be smarter than me, and that's how it goes. But then I gained 40 pounds because of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, you're not as cool as you thought you were, Justin. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that one. You have, it's it's funny when you have, like, especially when you've had, like, a long career. There's some people I've talked to, and they're on, like, a 20th anniversary tour yeah. or something of an album, and they're like... But there's some songs in there I don't want to play because, like, to them now, it's cringe. You yeah, know? It's yeah, like, their yeah. fans love it, but it's like, I wrote that when I was 18. No, no. And it's like, yeah. There's not... It, the only song I would have to say for us is Calling You. Okay. Uh, the fast version. Okay. Just because the style is so different. It's like, we started in the 90s. Right, right, when, of like, course. like, the gin blossoms were great. Right. And then we went all the way through the 2000s and then, you know, all the way through Corn, Limp Biscuit, mm. freaking all this stuff. So we've gone through all these different patterns. So when I listen to Calling You, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, it's so Vertical Horizon. Right, right. You yeah. Know? But then, so then I'll do it in a different way. I'll do it acoustically. Okay, yeah. All Frank Sinatra. He, nice. I love it then. Okay, so one other song I really want to talk about on yeah, this album. I'm sorry, I keep No, 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 no. Like, the tangents are always the okay. best parts of the interviews, okay. for one. But there is one song I really want to talk about, and it's, it came out right after our last interview. Yeah. And I loved it, and I'm really glad that it made it onto this album, and I think it fits perfectly. It's The Girl Who Stole My Heart. Oh, I love that song. And I love that to song. To me, too. it's so... Nostalgic. Yeah, and it's, but it's so peaceful but beautifully like haunting yeah. at the same time yeah. um and that same thing i wrote down the chorus line so i didn't screw yeah. it up because i love it but there's another part i want to talk about um the chorus line for the listeners is i wonder if she really knows just what i want for christmas and when she does will it scare her off again right that, like hot anyways um <laughs> but one thing i love about that song is one thing i love is descriptive lyrics yeah and it's a conversation i had, almost did a whole podcast on it with adam duritz from the counting Crows. oh yeah. a genius yeah. yeah so he like what? well we like that's what I said to him. I was like, you know, descriptively, he's like, that's my thing. Because he's like, it's not good enough to say, I like the way the light hits her at sunset. It's the way the light shines through the curtains and hits the Step left side of the your face. You know, door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast in exactly. white on white. Yeah. Bitch, what? Yeah, right. Bitch, so. what? <laughs> Robert Frost who? Yeah. You know? So... Anyways, that that song, I find that there's some some really great descriptive lines. Even yeah. if it's just like a word here, like describing the like as a paperback book or yeah. the red and green bow or whatever. There's, you got that. Yeah, oh. the one the one line I love in that especially, and again I wrote it down so I didn't mess it up. But it was like reindeer, she's prancing in white winter snow, and a yeah. perfect line. You know. Thanks. So oh, tell so me hard. tell me about that song. What was in like inspiring that song in the melody especially. Well, first of all, I listened to a band called Idaho when I was mm. growing up, and it's my favorite band in the whole world, and they're an indie band that broke up years ago, but they're like heroin through your ears when mm. you listen to them, and it's just like the most beautiful, sad, slow core music you will ever mm. hear. For you, I suggest you go listen to an album called Year After Year okay. by Idaho. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's heroin for your ears, and it's insane. Um, it puts you in a coma. It's so weird. Anyway, I started talking to him for a while, the singer, and via DM on Instagram or something, okay. <laughs> just fanboying like a motherfucker. You're the best. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
And he started getting these new followers because I was just mm. always talking about him, right? I don't, I don't. So he's like, dude, whatever you're doing, like, this is great. We should do some stuff together sometimes. So he showed up to my show at LA. And he goes, I got some old samples I'll send you. I'm like, what? And so he sends me this feedback yeah. from his sound check that he recorded. So I took that feedback, detuned it in uh, Pro Tools. Okay. And it makes all that oh really at the beginning of yeah. it and so then I was just like this is brilliant so yeah. it sounded like a Christmas song yeah so I just said let's take the away in a manger no crib for his bed mm-hmm. you know that Christmas song of course yeah like reindeer she's prancing with white winter snow ah. so I took a bit of that melody and then trailed it off so it yeah. would sound like a timeless Christmas song right but I like the part where it says, is she getting me a paperback book on how to have a better outlook and yeah. ways of moving on from the part of me that she took? Mm. Like, what? Yeah. She's giving you a book on how to get over her? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, but I had a lot of fun on that one because we yeah. just wanted to write a Christmas song. Right. Because it was Christmas time during COVID. Right. we wanted to give something to people. Yeah. And um, so we put it out and people were like, Bitch, what? Yeah. And it was I so was, cool. When Excuse I saw... my language. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just get excited when I talk about music. It's so fun. Um, in red, green was... bow. In her red and green bow. That's it, yeah. Um, I was, so when I saw it on the album, I was like, that's famous. Because I'm glad that now, like, oh, maybe people who miss yeah. that Christmas time will now hear it on this album. And I love the a... part where it goes, all I want. All I want, like the whole time, you're like, "Well, what did you tell her? Is this yeah. something raunchy? Or you, like, what are you? Are you like yeah. some weird sadomasochistic guy or something?" It is to let me be the one to hold you and never run, like commitment. Yeah, you know, a true commitment. And she just won't take it. She keeps going away every Christmas. She comes back. She wants the gifts. What a story. Right? Yeah. I love that Beautiful. kind of shit. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm so bummed. I'm sure it's not on the set list because it's very Christmassy. Well, but... <laughs> I, it's, it's not on the set list yet. Yeah. But it's Come gonna, holiday season, I guess. Dude, yes. that's what we're yeah. planning is once we come back through during fall, we're going to yeah. have all of the Christmassy yeah. kind of wintry shit going. Yeah. I love that song, man. Thank you. So, You're uh, great. Oh, thanks. I mean, I, like, I admire your lyricism. Thanks. And so, like, some of my, like, I love the worry list. Yeah. Uh, We're playing strip. that tonight. Are you? Oh, yeah. okay, perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah, I've never got to see you guys live, so I'm really excited. So you're going to stay and see it? Oh, oh absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I'm bringing my fiancé and Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So. I'm so happy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, So I'm shooting for the radio station, too. Oh, that's so. great. Yeah. I'm super pumped. This is great. Um, All right, next question. Next question. So now I want to talk about the video for spinning the truth around yeah because that was a really cool video and I want to talk about the movie you did too oh no no it's so bad is it I haven't seen it the trailer looked good oh really oh no what about the next one it's great okay the next one okay I mean I had a lot okay so we won't talk about the movie but tell them like now you're, you're doing some acting again yeah it's great um if you want to see me play a bad guy go see section 8 it's 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 a fun movie. Okay. <laughs> and I have fight scenes in it, and I'm a bad so guy. So tell me about that. that have you ever great. done fight scenes no, before? So what was do, it like? like training that? and all yeah. this stuff. It was weird. Not like a no, like a stunt guy didn't take over for you. Yeah, a stunt okay. guy took over. You had your own for me stunt guy. Like, like yeah, I had my own stunt Sick. guy. 
It was so weird. It was great. It was awesome, and I'm so, so grateful so, for the opportunity. So tell me then, if you, what would be your dream role to play in a movie? If you're not oh. doing some acting, what would be a dream role? You know that movie that just came out on Netflix called The Dahmer? Mm, yes. That would be. You want to, okay. Very interesting. That shit. Yeah. Really? That kind of shit. Like, I would That's love dark, man. To be... What if you got lost in that role? I can't get lost. I got lost before years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Drugs. Now I'm like yeah. one of my um, one of my fiance's like bucket list things in her life is to be in a B movie like Sharknado style yes. movie where she, she's like, Cause I can't act, I can't do, it, but but I could get eaten or something, you know? It's like, awesome. <laughs> I mean, I might be able to make that happen. For her. <laughs> That's crazy. Does she really want to do that? That is, that's like one of her dreams. Okay, we got to swap numbers. A hundred percent. Because if I'm ever doing one of these movies and there's somebody that needs to get shot in the head or something, that's it. Or eaten right. by a piranha or whatever. You know? <laughs> it's like one of her life goals is oh. to be. In a, so I've I've laid one of my buddies as a director, and I'm like, if you're ever working on one of these movies, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think it'd be the type of thing he would work on though. That's he's yeah. I too I just, into him. <laughs> I want to do a Dahmer or I want to be. You ever see the movie Rain Over Me with, with Adam Sandler? Yeah, Al Pacino. Fucking so sad. Yeah, that movie. I just love sad movies. But don't you love it when someone like Adam Sandler can do a movie yes. like that, or like Jim Carrey, Eternal Sunshine, or Cable Guy? That Cable Guy fucked me up. Yeah, when he's like, <laughs> I saw this movie. crying at the end on the thing. I just wanted friends. So I saw that movie when I was like nine because I thought I was going to see a Jim funny. Carrey movie. And then I was like, "Fucked you up, right?" Yeah, I was nine. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like what is this movie? It was so good though, because I yeah. have people like that. Everybody, has yeah. a person <laughs> everyone's like that. got a cable guy. Or, yeah. Everybody has that guy that just yeah. won't go away, or an uncle. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so spinning the truth around, because that's a cool video. Yeah. Tell me about the concept, how the concept came to be for that album, because that's a cool kind of mirror image. It was Zach Mark. It was yeah. Zach Mark, the guy that did the Into the Ocean video and, okay. the, and the I Hope You're so he's Happy been, he's video. He's been your guy for my guy. Okay. And I love him. If I ever want to do a big budget right. video, which we do one for each album. Okay. And then we do a bunch of tiny budgets. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, I go to the Zach Mark and he writes up these crazy ass shit. Like I Hope You're Happy mm. video with the robot. Um, Into the Ocean video with me on a freaking weird ship. And this one where I am the Wild at Heart meets uh, Crazy. What was I don't even remember the the one with Christian Slater in it. Mm. True Romance. Oh yeah, yeah. And and fall in love with this girl who ends up stealing all of our money and leaves us. To me, what I got from it too was kind of like in the spirit of the song too. Like no matter what version of yourself you were, she leaves in the end. She's kind of leaves. She leaves in the end. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's so, cool. so, so perfect. It was cool, man. Like, some epic shots in there, too. Like, when she drives off. Is that in Texas? No, that's in L.A. Do you know in when LA, she yeah. drives off? Like, you ever seen the movie Seven? <laughs> Come on. What's in the box? What's in the box? Is that, that was where it was. Oh, that's, that's was the, the actual. The actual place. That's the shot. what's in the box. That's what's Desert. in the box. Okay. You watch it, and you see all those poles. Mm-hmm. That's right where it was shot. Amazing. That's an epic shot, too, when it's like. The, the rolling hills and yeah. she's driving off. It was insane. That's cool. Luckily enough, that actress was very, very nice and I was able to talk to her and go, 
We're going to be making out a lot. <laughs> Which gum would you like me to chew? Yeah, That was yeah. the first thing I ever said to her. Yeah. It was, it was uh, Big Red, Trident, Spearmint, or Wintergreen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I prefer Big Red. What about you? She said, Big Red. And all we did all day was just make out. Mm. And it was just... It's a pretty good job to have. But it was funny because she was crazy. She was a bit off, like, in a cool way. So <laughs> yeah, it was, right. I could do anything, yeah. you know, I could like choke her if I wanted to. And she would just be like, yeah, you know, so it was like, it gave <laughs> went me along with it. all this freedom. And sometimes yeah. she'd smack me and I'd be like, ah, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know? So it was just really, you couldn't have done that with another actress. I right. worked with other actresses where I'm like, I have to beg them to just be a little crazy with me. Right. This one was like beating the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So it was good to be able to work with someone on the polar opposite of what it usually mm. is, you know, as an actress. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was wow. cool. And then the, was the Where'd You Go video. I want to know how much of that was pre, in the grocery store. How much of that was pre-planned? Nothing. Um, completely improvised. Yeah, completely improvised. So it's like at least the route he's going has no, to have been. Uh, I could, I'll introduce you to Emily. She's our monitor girl yeah. who shot it all. Um, we pulled up at a Walmart at like 7 a.m. and I said, let's go inside and let's go shopping. She's like, all right, let's go. And we're buds, so we like hang out all the time. And I'm like, take this camera, stand at the end of this cart, yeah. and I'm going to play Go, and you just hold on. Mm. We're going to do this one take, and then we're going to get out of here. Yeah. And we did it in one take and just split. Yeah. And we got the whole video. Yeah, that was in one take. And I just checked this out, and I, I did it to... Uh, to iMovie, not even oh, nice. final yeah, yeah. cut. Yeah. I just dropped in an iMovie, yeah. moved it on the music, yeah. push play, let's go. iMovie's super simple. It's, it's amazing. It's simple, yeah. it's great, yeah. right? Yeah. But it was awesome. Amazing. And amazing. it only cost like two bucks. Yeah. Because I think There's I bought some probably It's probably got tons of views too. I, mean, I that think was cool. like maybe close to a million so far. But yeah. There's some parts you can see are improvised because you're like... Hey, dude. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. I grab the bottle of wine and go, takes, no, no, takes, no, and yeah, put it yeah. back. And I'm like, oh, shoot, it's going to fall. That's what I thought. I'm like, he's got to at least have planned to nope. come because there's a part where you start rocking out right at the... Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I, that's when the security started looking. Okay. And I was like, okay, I need to calm down. You, you can see I go... <laughs> yeah, reel it in a little bit. That's it. All right, yeah. so just to wrap real quick, I mentioned my most influential album probably in my life what's what would you say if you ever have one or name something that comes to mind that's influence Justin first fell the cure disintegration okay and Radiohead okay computer Kanye West's 808s and heartbreaks okay um uh Richard Howling's true love's gutter Cowboy Junkies, Trinity Sessions, Peter Gabriel's Us. Okay. It's a solid top, at least top five there. The Smiths, Stranger, Strange Ways Here We Come. Yeah. It's a good list. There I like you go, it. There you go. Justin, thanks, man. Dude, you're yeah. a great guy. Oh, thanks, dude. I, I remember I you a... now because I had so much fun on the thing. Oh, I remember that. You actually, one quick thing before and yeah. I let you down here. I told you last time, and the story came up, but when I was a kid, I had told my mom that when I grew up, 
I used to draw a lot. I told her I wanted to be a chalk artist. Really? That was my, yeah, I told her that's what I wanted to do because I saw a guy getting with his jar and people were leaving yeah. money in the jar and I said, that's what, that's, yeah. that's a job. That's what I want to do. So yeah. I told my mom that's what I was aspiring to when I was a kid, right? And so I had said, next time you're in town, I will do some blue October chalk drawings outside. <laughs> I've never done <laughs> <tried to laughs> a chalk drawing here. Like, dude, I expect you to be out there. You better be out there so with a fucking gate. I gotta blame it on the snow that there's no chalk drawing. I do not care. Yeah. There's gonna be a bowl out there with a the dollar in maybe, it. Maybe we could do it. I could do it live with the uh, with the show. There's like during an the art show. show. No. Well, by the end no. of the show, no. it's just I don't know finished. what, what it is. You're like. Just a big penis. <laughs> the big cock is just like, what the fuck, bro? Dude, thank you. Thank you. Ah, oh, you guys are great. I remember having so much fun with you. The Adamantium. Thank you for tuning in to the Adamantium Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd absolutely love for you to subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to see you on social media. You can follow on Instagram at The Adamantium, on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. Thank you again so much for listening.